1: Welcome to another episode of The Russian Sisters. I'm Alexandra. And I'm Anna, and we are The Russian Sisters. Hey, everyone. So great to be hanging out with you again. Hello, hello. I hope you've had a fantastic week catching up on what The Russian Sisters are doing. That's right. I mean, well, last week we were doing a whole lot of nothing. So we had a little chat after our podcast and we apologize if it seemed um, not as fun as the other ones. We both looked at each other afterwards and were like, what just happened? (laughs) It's pretty funny. It was kind of funny. We were like, I think we've done better than that.
0: Well, you know, as I I did speak to one of our listeners who was like, yeah, but it's Seinfeld, which is what we say, you know, like Mm -hmm. we're the female Seinfeld. I will say I did hear recently on another podcast where one of the individuals was like, do you ever hear podcasts where they just talk to talk, but you don't really hear anything? And I went, huh, well, we kind of do that. But, but I will say our goal is to give all of you a break from whatever is going on on the daily election stuff, seriousness, adulting life, and to get a little humor and really to feel like you're sitting right next to us enjoying this cup of wine, that's right, cup of wine, and uh, being able to share about whatever is going on.
1: I'm drinking out of a tumbler today.
0: Me too. Yeah. All right. What like a, a traveling tumbler. Enjoy your tumbler of wine. Yeah. I mean, they're small, y'all. They're not like
1: the big size coffee Like ones. a coffee tumbler? <laughs> oh my goodness. Are those called tumblers? That would take us to a whole nother level. <laughs> We're not ready to do that today. No. We did that a couple weeks ago <laughs> when we talked about Alexandra's sex life.
0: <laughs> no. That, no.
1: We did not. We talked about some
0: interesting dreams I was having. Yes, that's true. We're not going to go there again. And I did hear something too. Interestingly enough, I'm pulling from Anna's phrase book there. I was listening to NPR and this person was doing a highlight about a fictional book, but the author, the premise of the book is that people lose the ability to dream. I won't go into all of it, but her, the, the author was like dreaming is something that's a necessity to life and to people and to individuals. So you're all welcome for um, understanding that I dream.
1: I'm fascinated by that whole topic, like how some people remember dreams and some people don't. Cause I feel like we all do it. Our brains are all on in the night, like figuring things out from the day. They're all processing. Some people dream in colors. Some people dream in black and white. Some people are really vivid. Some people have night terrors. Like it runs the gamut. And there's not always a rhyme or reason as to who does what, why, and how.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I think there, I know that, and I've heard what the different states are that the brain goes into in order for you to be able to dream. And I don't, I get them confused. So I don't want to actually say them on air. That seems weird to say on air. But, I did, Buddy recently got up, I think it was like four o'clock in the morning and my alarm usually during the week goes off at five. So I was able to put him back to sleep for that hour, had some of the most intense dreams. We're not going to talk about those today, but it was literally like one after another to the point where I woke up and I was like, well, that just happened. Which is what people will say is that dream state when you're coming out of dreams and you're Or you're just going back to sleep before you know you have to wake up is when it can be super intense. But it's all about your unconscious really working through
1: things. Yes. And I think that's what I've noticed about myself also is that my most vivid ones most of the time, um, unless I'm having like really crazy nightmares throughout the night. And that doesn't happen very often. But most of my vivid dreams will Will happen in the morning after, just like you said. I I might have gotten up to go to the bathroom and gone back to bed and fell back asleep, and then it's like later in the morning that I have this really crazy dream before I wake up. So people who work in like neural manifestation will say, the time as you're falling asleep,
0: like right before you fall asleep, like you're starting to close your eyes. That is the time to do a quick run through of anything you're trying to manifest or bring into your life, because that is what your brain is going to hold on to. So Anna and I have talked about that we intend to have a little screen time before we go to bed. Um, and so it it would make sense that anything, anything that you're watching or paying attention to right before you go to bed or listening to will be what gets kind of more imprinted in your brain. So if you do meditation right before bed, or if you're listening or really running through like, these are the things I want in life, then it's like those things get implanted in your brain.
1: I feel like maybe I should be more intentional about that because every time you say that and they tell <laughs> you what I'm watching at nighttime, I'm like, yikes. Because more recently, I watched the docu-series on Netflix about stalkers. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I know, but especially like, with your crazy neighbor. <laughs> I know. This has been really enlightening for me. I promise you. And like, it's just fascinating to hear the people who are in prison because of their stalking behaviors and hear like their perspective and their mentality. And I'm like, Oh my God, these are psychopaths because some of them are like, it was right. Completely that other person's fault or her fault that I behave this way. Like totally a, abusive stuff, narcissists, like it's nuts. And then some are like, I just thought it was a joke or was doing it out of retaliation or whatever the case may be. It's just, I find it fascinating, but I don't want to be manifesting right <laughs> that. Well, it yes,
0: it just means that it can be impacting. Yeah. It can be impacting how you're dreaming. It's interesting that you talk about people kind of taking responsibility. I know this is a little bit of a tangent from what we watch. I'll well before I get into my tangent, I'll say so Hallmark has started, y'all. Yes. And um actually our mother was the one who was like, "Hey, I've been watching some of the Hallmark Christmas movies." And so lately mine has been um, just putting on one of those, which cracks me up because I'm like okay, universe, I'll welcome this ridiculously hopeless, romantic, like Christmas kiss to in the
1: elevator, even though I am, I am nowhere near elevator situations. Um, like, you could put an elevator in your home, like one I of could. those chairs, like in Gremlins that goes up the stairs. <laughs> I'm not that old. I just turned 40. Jeez. If we're manifesting, like, <laughs> no, you're like moving closer to, to that no.
0: idea. That's not, that's not what I meant, but okay. We
1: could dress you up as a snow bunny and drop you off in the mountains
0: <laughs> and then you end up in i know a... that i'm just like in the road trying to i need help my car broke down oh hi handsome man can you take me back to your cabin but not be a
1: creepy stalker who's going to kill me yeah no he's gonna end up being a prince of some country you can't pronounce and then you'll end up in a snow globe like how did i get here <laughs> Or a billionaire yes, who's
0: just taking a break in his
1: winter cabin. Yes. Oh my goodness. You just happen to run into each other and you spill your cocoa on him and, <laughs> and then get married and the rest is history. Oh, brought to you here by the Russian sisters. You're welcome. Speaking of, so today for um our podcast recording, I'm very intentionally wearing a podcast shirt I got from another podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so... This was like an impulse buy, and I think this is why I'm not winning Powerball, because I'm <laughs> a, I'm an impulse buyer. But I was listening to, I think I mentioned it last week or a couple of weeks ago, this podcast about these crimes that are happening in South Carolina. It's called the Murdaugh Murders, and it's really interesting. But they were talking about their merch, and if you purchase some merch, some of the proceeds go to helping the victims from the crimes that happen. And that's a big deal for me. And it's its really funny that I say that's a big deal for me because the shirt says that (laughs) is a big deal because Mandy, whose podcast it is, she says it all the time. Like that is a big deal. And you know how I get when I start listening to something on repeat or I'm watching something that I take on those phrases and I found myself like in my job saying that is a big deal. (laughs) That's awesome. And I may not say it just like she does, but I'm like, yeah, There, I, I was thinking about this. There are a lot of things that we minimize for a ton of reasons, whether it's, you know, we don't want to appear prideful or we want to be humble about something or we're feeling small. And so we minimize so much, but like more and more lately when someone's talking about something that's gone on in their life, I'm like, wow, that is a big deal. <laughs> so my shirt says that is a big deal on it. And then it made me think about how we need to have some um, TRS merch. I think so because as you were saying that, I feel that we need
0: to have one that says, interestingly enough,
1: that, oh, okay. So start writing this down. So we need one that says, interestingly enough, I think your, your word is literally, (laughs) and then we can have one that says you are not alone. I think that's cool. But what's funny,
0: we're going to work on that.
1: We are going to work on that because um, what's funny about this shirt, and it's a cute little like light hoodie thing um on the back of it is a picture of like their podcast picture for for the show and then I was thinking like how funny would it be if on the back of our shirts it would just be our faces because that's (laughs) that's what our picture is for the show it'll just
0: no we can just put a hashtag TRS on there somewhere I'm not
1: putting my face on no I'm I'm not either but I was like if we do this exactly like they did then um that would be really funny that you'd (laughs) just be walking around with our faces on your shirts ah that's creepy and it's on the back of the shirt, but so wherever funny. you go, like TRS would be watching other people, like watching. We'd be watching out for you. We'd have your back. That's right. We'd have your back. And you'd be like, I have eyes everywhere. I have eyes Then you, you could say, we'd say like, I got your six. And it would be true because that's the six <laughs> is in the back. And we that's got That's exactly it.
0: The front has to say, I've got your six. And, and then the picture of us on the back. Oh
1: my God. Write that down too. <laughs> Hashtag. I got your six. Yes. That is hilarious. Well, then I had to chuckle because as I was coming over here to record, I was listening to um, the CD that I picked up over the summer. That's right. She said CD people as in a compact <laughs> disc. Yes. Uh-huh. It's the only place I can listen to them anymore is in my car because my <laughs> car has one, a player. And so I was listening to the CD that I got over this summer when I went to New York with niece and we went to see Harry Potter, the Cursed Child. Right or a cursed child. I don't know if I have the participle correct. (laughs) I am the grammarian. But anyway, a cursed child. And so buying the CD was also an impulse buy. I might've had some wine while I was watching the show. And then towards the end, I was like, oh my God, I love the music so much. And of course they funnel you out through the shop. And I was like, I must have this CD. And I finally got around to unwrapping it and then putting it in my car this morning. But this shirt that I'm wearing and that CD got me thinking like, this is why I do not win Powerball because I would be like, I'm impulse. I'd be like, oh, I like that. And then I would, I am not good at not spending things uh, when I'm like, oh, I like that. Or a, an idea comes up or like, oh, I want to send to this, like th- this charity or that charity or I want to like go travel. And everything's like on a whim. I, I've i never been that person who's like budgets and saves. Well, there's a few things to unwrap there, dear Anna, that is a big deal. Um, <laughs>
0: one, I would say, okay, so what? Like, if you are someone who just likes to, because I'll say this I think your love language is giving gifts. Anna is a fantastic gift giver. And she, because she's such a good, Gift giver, she gets the alerts on Facebook all the time. Which I had another person in their twenties tell me that Facebook was for old people and they they don't have an account. And I was like, thanks. Um, Eli's older brother once told me he keeps it just so he can be in touch with great grandma <laughs> and me. And I was like, thanks, dude. <laughs> thanks so much for that. Um, but you get the alerts with the funniest things, and then it just cracks me up because I'm like, that's genius. Or our sister-in-law gets that, where she'll get the alerts on the FB and then forward them, and be like, "Isn't this so cute?" And I'm like, "Wait a second, I don't ever get that. Well, I might get them, but I'm not on there enough." But my whole point in this is that you, I would say that your gift giving and wanting to give to charity, I think that that is totally amazing. Now, if you feel like it's impacting your ability to like pay bills and and do that kind of stuff, I could see how that might be a stressor, but. I think spending on a whim, unless there's some, you know, me, I get into my woo stuff, unless there's like some belief why you can't, why you're like, I have to get rid of it. I can't hold on to this money. That's different. But if you're like, oh, I just feel inspired to help this individual or to help this organization. I think that's pretty awesome. And more people should do that. Imagine if more people are just like, here, have that. And I don't see why that's tied to Powerball either.
1: Well, Okay. So I'll, I'll tell you why. By the way,
0: California, you're welcome. You can take my 20 bucks.
1: When is it Colorado's turn? That's what I kept saying. It's Colorado's turn. And then I was like, why not us? Why not us? Like it could be us.
0: I feel like it's Michigan or California. That's what I feel like it goes back. I feel like Michigan's had a bunch of winners.
1: The M states for surely did for a while there. I was looking at the history, but I'll tell you two things. One, it's because of those pop-ups that happen on Facebook ads is what I'm talking about, that I already have um, our presence for our book club. Isn't that fun? She did say this in book club the other day, and I was like, oh,
0: are we doing that? Like, I forgot. No, no that's not the point. Right? I know. It's- See, uh-huh. every time. I Like, my love language is not giving gifts. Not that I don't like to. I enjoy it. I just don't think about it the way you do. It's usually after the fact. I'm like, oh, your birthday was three days ago. My bad. Let me go out and get you something, which doesn't mean I don't care about that person. It just means that it, it doesn't register the way it does for you.
1: No. And it doesn't 100% of the time either. Like an event might happen and be, I be might be like, oh, well, let's go out for drinks because it's not always about the gifts. But I happened to see these things for book club and I was like, oh, that's awesome. I, I want that. But my whole point to the Powerball <laughs> thing was, oh, two things about Powerball. One. I was reading articles about past billionaires or people who have like taken the lump sum or whatever and all of a sudden overnight well it's not overnight it takes like 6 weeks to actually get the money but they were talking about this one person who had to go into hiding because of all the people who reach out asking for money. And I am not prepared to go into hiding. That is not a life I want for myself. Like There are suggestions about you need to hire a lawyer. And then I'm like, gosh, and then you have to hire someone just to field all the phone calls and texts and emails that you get from people who are like, I want your money. And then- Um, There were all these people who were scamming, saying that they were the person who won the lottery and then scamming people out of money. And I'm like, "Ooh, I don't want that lifestyle either. Like, I wasn't thinking about those things when I was buying my lottery tickets.
0: That's funny because I was I've heard those stories as well. I know the last people who won, it took months before they came and collected. No one knows who it is because it was anonymous. So I would definitely keep, I would do that. I would keep it anonymous. The other thing was that they did hire lawyers and have to go through that process. But I was totally, this is so sad. Maybe, I I don't know. I was totally okay with disappearing. (laughs) Just being like, I'm good. (laughs) Or I would say, one of the things is like, if it's possible is to collect anonymously. Although I'm sure if you tell, like if I were to tell my family, then my family tells someone that's how it gets out. But I was like, if I were to collect it anonymously and one of my first things was like, I want to stay in my house. I feel like we've been, I've been working on, I say we like buddy has been helping me, but not really, but I've been working on really like making this space mine Um, I say this space because this is where we record, but yeah, I mean, it is. And people come for you and then how it can ruin relationships and it can ruin lives. There are people who, just like you're saying, if they don't have a really good relationship with money in general, it is easy to see how people can, you know, get this lump sum and lose it or spend it on things or don't take, you know, don't make maybe healthier or better decisions with what to do with it. And then, yeah, I mean, people get crazy when it comes. To, I mean, we know this. I've talked about this with grief and death and how when there's money at stake, I was just hearing from someone else where like her dad passed away and now there's like all this contention in the family over probate. Like money just makes people, I said probate, but I mean probate, but money just It makes people crazy. And I feel like if we could just shift our relationship, which I have to do myself, but if you shift your relationship with money and not put so much weight into it, but I get it. It's a currency. You got to pay your bills. I get it. I get it.
1: Yeah. And I totally heard of the shows where people inherit or win the lottery and then just it ruins their lives because of their relationship with money and, and whatever. I found that all interesting. And then recently I saw this thing that Mel Robbins posted about vision boards. And I love her. I love, I love her. her too. I, she's so smart. Um, I want to meet
0: her one day. That's my that's that's on my list. Meet her.
1: Okay. So put it on your vision board. So she was talking about vision boards and I didn't mean to say that flippantly, like put it on your vision board, but when it was just this short little thing. And she said, often people put things on their vision boards, like beach houses and piles of money. This is why I'm talking about this in relation to winning the lottery. They put fancy cars and like... All these vacations want to take. Yeah, there's a take.
0: beautiful Porsche on mine right now.
1: Yes. But she said what happens is, and where people do this erroneously, one of my favorite words, erroneously, is that they pop them up there and don't have a plan for how to achieve them. Just They're like, oh, it would be really nice to have those things someday. And, and the fault happens or the reason that people aren't manifesting them is because we're not thinking through what work, what hard work it takes to actually achieve those things. So when you think about like meeting Mel Robbins someday, what would it take to actually get there? I didn't, I don't have a vision board right now that's up to date, but I like was talking even last week about like winning the lottery. And sure, I went to the grocery store and not even a grocery store. I went to several gas stations and <laughs> stood in line and put the money into, you know, winning the lottery. But if that's not my way of achieving financial stability, what is? Like if I have all these things that that I would like to accomplish, just doing a vision board isn't about putting pretty pictures up on a board. It's like actually thinking through this strategery. Yeah. That's word is really strategy. Like, how can I? Feasibly achieve those things that I desire. Yeah, hundred percent. There's two
0: podcasts I'm gonna I'm gonna drop right now for you guys. One, you do will. my friend Allison Cullen. She does a whole thing on how to do a vision board and how to do it correctly. So we'll link that below because it's pretty phenomenal. Two to be magnetic. Because um their to be magnetic is the company, but their podcast is expanded. And you guys, if you guys haven't done Lacey Phillips' work, it's phenomenal. And she her work and her process has been huge in my own personal growth journey. But one thing I'll say when it comes to the To Be Magnetic, what they what they say and makes sense totally is that one, well, you gotta clear some stuff out of the way, like clear, clear your blocks, clear what's going on that's preventing you. Two, you need to take action towards what it is you want. You can't just say, okay, universe, bring it to me. Now, sometimes, and I will say this, I've gone through this personally, where I say that I am an, um, a recovering outcome controller. So I'll usually try and control the outcome of a scenario out of fear of what what it will happen instead of letting it play out. However, That's a a time to surrender and just let things play out because they'll play out in your favor. But you do have to take action if you want something, just like you're talking about finding another income portal or being able to say, like, what steps could I take to want to achieve this? And then the third thing they usually say is they call them expanders. So people who've already done or doing what you want. And instead of seeing it as a negative, we often internalize like, oh, that person has A, B, C, or D that I don't have. That's why it's working out for them. But instead flipping it and saying, well, they've done it and I'm pretty stellar and pretty badass. So why can't I? Like, what tips can I take from this this other person? Um, and I think that that's really important as well. And the third thing I'll say about this is one of the things that I've discovered and all of these other individuals that I've named talk about is the feeling attached to what you're doing. So I know for me, I like took Allison from Udubo. I did I took her masterclass on doing a vision board and I was like, okay, one of the things I have on there and you guys, you might laugh at this, but it's a specific company that makes jeans. I have the hardest time finding jeans that fit. And I found these jeans and they were at a secondhand store. And so every time I'd go in a secondhand store and they had this brand of jeans, I'd buy them. Well, I happened to have, potentially gain some weight and I can't fit into those jeans anymore um post pregnancy. Yes, buddy is three. I know y'all. I know I'm still working on it. So I can't fit into those jeans anymore. So I put that brand of jeans on my vision board. And one of the things I had to go back and re- revisit is it's not so much the brand as it is jeans that fit. Like that's really what it is. I want to be able to buy jeans that fit. I know that seems like a really small example, but it's the feeling attached to what you're doing. Like I said, I have this Porsche that's on there. I'm not going to go into why it's like a special thing for me, but it's not because I want a flashy car to drive around in my neighborhood. There's plenty of Porsches. And I know that makes it sound like I live in a frou fru neighborhood like that, but it there's... Uh, anyway, the point is that I want this car. And I found the color that I want because of the meaning of it to me specifically, not what it means about my life or what I'm trying to, like what kind of success I feel like my life has.
1: So it's not a materialistic thing.
0: No, not for that. Like, so meeting Mel Robbins is something that's on my list because she, encapsulates a lot of what i am looking like she is an ultimate expander for me and there are other people on my list of like i i want with my message and like with my book and this these other endeavors i'm doing i want to reach that level of mel robbins to be able to help people i mean i'll be honest with with you guys about really what i want to do is i say and i've told my therapist this like i want to be a dream coach i want to i want to be the sherpa not a coach, like a coach, yes, but a sherpa to say what are your dreams, what's in your way of achieving that, and how can I guide you there? And Mel Robbins is someone who encapsulates, as like I said, like um, uh huh, like Glennon Doyle. I just like got so mixed up, but you know, Brene Brown, Glennon Doyle, all of these amazing people, like even Lacey Phillips from Two d Magnetic. Um I do put Allison Cullen in there from You Do Woo of these people who are like how do I help you up level so because what people are doing is changing relationship and changing world I know that got like super woo woo from the whole vision board thing but my point is put in like that feeling that you want what is it that you want to feel from that item that's on your vision board and take the steps to do it like you said <laughs>
1: What is the intention and the purity behind it, I think is also important. Um, what is the driving force for wanting that thing or the motivator? What, what is that about? And are, is that source of greed? Is that coming from a place of lack? Or is that focusing on abundance and giving and living and being your truest, fullest self in order to, to have those things or to have those experiences, um, does that contribute to you being your best human self?
0: I mean, I know you and I talked with the Powerball because I, I asked Anna, I was like, okay, what, what do you want to do? What's on your list? And she was like, travel. And I was like, you can travel now. You just have to put in the time at work. You have to tell work, I'm taking time off, which is really hard. I know it's really hard for the job you have to be able to take time off, but I was like, we can do this. How are we going to get you traveling more?
1: Well, and it's a mixture because I do, right? I I have a couple months in the summer and I like did a lot of travel last summer and it was super fun and bucket filling. And I have a lot of joy in that. So my wanting to travel and take the time to, like, I think about what you said with, if you go to Antarctica and then um, in doing so, you get a around the world ticket as long as you go in the same direction. And I'm like, gosh, I would just, love to just do that or have have the ability to do that. And right now finances are also a hindrance. I I am not rolling in the dough. And so winning The lottery would have helped a little bit with that, but without going into hiding (laughs) a little bit. But also there are ways that I can achieve that without winning the lottery. And it does take work and it does take intention. And so you're right. If I truly want those experiences, I can have them. I just have to change my mindset or perspective and intention around doing those things. I can't be intentionally, intentionally, I can't be impulsively buying all these frivolous things that I don't need if that's something that I want to do. So it's just, it takes a, a little bit of budgeting and intention, mind, so Rami Safi, we'll put all these links.
0: I have to remember them because I don't have my pen and paper in front of me today, but Remy Sethi has a great book and I'm trying, I'm looking at my bookshelf right now, trying to like scan for it. So he has a little different approach than Dave Ramsey. So Dave Ramsey is kind of like the envelope where you put stuff aside and you pay down your debt and you kind of, um, and his book is the total money makeover is one of them. And so um, Dave Ramsey is like, put everything that you can extra towards paying down any debt that you have, and then then use your excess for other projects and and budget that way. And Ramit Sethi has like a slightly different approach, which I found interesting because I think the Dave Ramsey style, I think, I think it just depends on your personality. Because Rameet Sethi, what, what he'll say is, what is the one thing that lights you up? Don't stop spending money on that. But what area, what other areas can you? And, um, I recall like he gives wonderful examples in his book, but one of the things he'll talk about is someone like loved having really elegant, luxurious dinner, like going out to really fine dining restaurants. And that was their thing that lit them up. But their home was like super simple. And so they didn't spend a lot on their home and they lived in like a smaller place. So their rent was lower so that they'd have that extra money to put towards those luxurious dinner experiences because that was what lit that person up. And so it's kind of that give or take model, which I think At least for my personality, fits a little bit more of like, okay, what lights me up? What do I enjoy spending my money on? Versus being like, you have to go without in order to, you know, come in the black kind of thing. And again, this is all the idea is to first and foremost always both both these individuals say first and foremost get out of your debt. We were not meaning to talk about finances today, but it fits. Um, But yeah, first and foremost, get out of your debt, and then like use the excess and like be smart about it, but there's a way to do it without feeling like do the stuff that lights you up versus like you're saying, like the frivolous stuff of just filling space essentially.
1: Well, and I, it's, fun that we talked about finances because similarly, and this is going to segue into my next topic for the day, but similarly, that happens when people think about their diets or food intake that has to be all or nothing. And it's like, "Hmm, does it though? Because that's not going to be sustainable. So I think very similarly with finances, if you go into this, now I can't do this thing because I want to focus on this thing rather than I want to shift my focus into this area. And you can do a little bit of everything. Thing, if that is what lights you up, I think it's very similar with like the food and dieting thing. So bear with me here, cause this is where I'm going. <laughs> One of the things that I wanted to bring up today is that I was noticing as we go into the holiday season that on the radio, and I think just in society in general, there is such a focus on our food intake. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to go 100% into food just yet because I want to touch on the beauty and health stuff in just a moment. Um, but it was interesting to me to think about like how in November and December, there's like a, I mean, as we get together with our families and food and traditions and, and, and our food and our culture, it plays a big part in our culture and, and our gatherings. But just on a societal level, how there's like such a focus on what food are you going to eat and how much are you going to eat and you shouldn't eat and all this like all this focus on food that it really messes with your mind and you just roll right into January where then the focus is on weight loss right or it, i mean it's shifted now to get healthy but it's the same disguise like let's not be fooled by what industry is trying to sell here right now it's like plump you up because we're hibernating and doing all these festivities with our families and then oops in january we overdid it so now we need to cut the the, the weight off and i'm like wow that is so messed up. It is so messed up. Well, I was planning on talking about this later, but we'll just cut to it right now. Here's my thing for you. You are not alone (laughs) if you want to have some pie for the holidays. You are not alone if you want to eat some cookies. You are not alone if you want to dip into all the traditional goodness that your family has to offer because I am there with you also. And you are not alone if you've been shamed or guilted because of it and then feel like, like you're a terrible person because now you're taking in this food. So our goal, I think, not our goal, my hope, our hope, <laughs> I think for you would be like, if you want to have some pie, have some pie. Have you ever thought I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal and everyone at my company, the SoundOff Podcast Network had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, Matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with, at soundoff.network.
0: Think, yeah, I think what ends up happening is that... And and I'm not saying it's I, I my initial thought was to say people, but I don't think you can necessarily people. The idea within the industry in this juxtaposition is like engorge yourself through November and December, and don't worry because there are all these weight loss programs that are going to help you. And so I think there's a there's something an issue with both of those things like one you don't have to encourage yourself you can have some pie without having to have this idea that you have to have five pies like you
1: don't have to have the whole pie 100% what you're saying and
0: you don't have to have pie If you don't want to, right? Like, I think that's the whole thing is this idea of like, you have to partake in how things are commonly or traditionally presented. And obviously we're talking about like the U S with our Thanksgiving, and then we do celebrate Christmas. So there are other, um, holidays that are celebrated, but this idea of like, you have to have these Christmas cookies or that also that these items can't be made in a healthier way, which there are healthier options, but I'll say like, even they're tasty and sometimes in, in our own family where i've tried to like change the ingredients if i don't say what the change in the ingredient is we're fine if i say what the change in the ingredient is our father and our brother will be like nope not trying it
1: nope. like if they knew that there was avocado in this chocolate cookie instead yes. of like oil and butter and all that they other... won't try it mm-hmm. no but if if you don't <laughs> if you eliminate those facts they're like wow this is really tasty yeah yeah, It can be. So
0: That happened with the casserole once. I put in coconut milk. The first time I told them there was coconut milk, I can't eat it. There's coconut in it. I don't like coconut. I'm not having it. The second time I didn't say anything, ate that sucker up. And I was like, okay, good point. Don't say it. But I, I see what you're saying is there's this whole idea of like, get ready. You're about to gain 10 or 15 pounds. But also, don't worry because just buy your Peloton – you know, with your after Christmas sales or buy your treadmill and get into whatever workout, like whatever workout membership you need. And I'm actually taking a nutritional course for my occupational therapy license right now. It is very eye opening. And I'm someone where I'm like, I feel like there are so many rules and it's hard to, to stick to all the rules. And then I have to remind myself, like, here's the gold standard. Let's try and follow the gold standard. And then when you deviate from it, when I deviate from it, if I have a Christmas cookie, if I have some pie, I like apple pie, I'll say I'm not a big pumpkin pie fan, but, or if I like my loaded mashed potatoes, like just be mindful of that. Because I think what ends up happening is we go, oh my gosh, I ate all this stuff. It's not good for me. And then it's like, Can't go back to what I was doing before that was healthy because it's all ruined. You know, it is. It's very much an up and down roller coaster. Yeah. Y'all are not alone.
1: No, you're not. And then like we do this to ourselves and we feel shame and guilt and embarrassment. And then we get down on ourselves because we ate things that maybe aren't the healthiest. But one, I agree with Alexandra. There are... A lot of recipes out there. If this is something that's on your mind, there are a lot of recipes to do the traditional foods in maybe a tad healthier way. What to substitute instead of butter or sugar or whatever X ingredient is. Um, but the other point is you can also have those things. And, and again, like I want you to be able to participate in the traditions without feeling the guilt. Maybe we just monitor how big of a portion we are giving ourselves. I am just as guilty as everyone else. Like I work really hard a lot of the time to have certain fruits and veggies and and food items in my regular diet and then you get to Thanksgiving and you're like, oh crap, there are all sorts of things that my body is not used to and then I end up not feeling 100% Um, and so you have to go into it knowing like, all right, well, this is the day that I'm not going to feel 100%. My joints get, what is the word I'm looking for? Inflamed. No, mm -hmm, yep, Not (laughs) and achy.
0: Well, what I was going to say, like it's also... I want to encourage people too, because this is something I'm actually working. This is this is awesome that you brought this up. I'm working on putting together a list of things. I call it the energetic hangover when we're with family or when we're doing stuff or we're eating foods that may not be part of a regular diet. I'm putting them together, but I think it's also okay to say no to something that doesn't make you feel good. And it's also okay to make something or have something at the table that Does make you feel good. Like if mom's awesome, tasty, pull apart bread makes your joints achy, it's okay to say no, no, no matter how good it tastes. If you feel called to that, but if you want to eat the whole thing, eat the whole, you know, like I feel like if we can take that shame and guilt, like you're saying away from it and just say it's not ruined, but just be mindful. Like if you know it's going to make your joints achy, then you go in there going, okay. It's going to make my joints achy. Or if you're going in saying, I don't want my body to feel like crap, so I'm just going to eat these few things. Like there's a, I think there's a way to do it, even though you might get guilt and shamed by family.
1: Yeah. Or... Or industry. And then not to feel so crappy when industry in January is like a new you, like you need to have a new you or like you're not good enough or you need to look better. Like that, after the books we've read, I think is just something that is so damaging, especially if you're in a vulnerable position or maybe not feeling so awesome about yourself. I just think it does such harm to us and our insecurities when it's like, I just went through these holidays. I had a really great time with my family. I ate The foods, I enjoyed myself, I filled my bucket, and now I'm supposed to feel like shame and guilt over the choices I made over the last couple months. Like it stopped the cycle, it's just a terrible thing to do to humanity. And I wish it didn't happen, but it does. And so, I think a good thing going into this season is just acknowledging, recognizing the feelings, doing what you need to do for you to enjoy. Accept the consequences, and that could include not feeling awesome because of all the sweets we've taken in. Know that's going to happen, but then not feel like you have to have a gym membership or buy an exercise, a piece of exercise equipment um, to live up to society's standards. You're just, you're enough. You're enough.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think very, very well said.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, piggybacking off of that, since we are in this season, as I call it, like, I feel like November is all about gratitude and expressing people all over, express what we're grateful for.
0: Can I just say something Yes. here? I just, and I know a lot of people follow this. I have a very hard time when we, and you guys have heard this before, when we're like, this month is this day, or, because I'm like, why can't we just have gratitude all the time. Like, why do we reserve it just for November? Because what irritates me is when people are like, yeah, no, I save my gratitude for November. And I'm like, wait. And granted, you guys, no one has ever said that to me. But when I'm driving on the road and people flip me off, I'm like, you're someone who just saves your gratitude for November, aren't you? Like, come on, you can be kinder. Um, yeah. It's or it's like
1: theme. It's, it's like any theme.
0: awareness where they're like, it's whatever awareness month. Like, why do we not? Why do we only reserve our awareness for this particular month? Like it's happening all the time.
1: Agreed. Like I said in our last podcast episode, the man makes dinner is one oh night God. in November. One, night <laughs> in year. Why is there one day of focus. No, I agree with you. And I mean, I think about that when um, we do our lessons for our kids in my school. Your gratitude practice. I would love if that extends beyond the month of November and thankfulness. I just know it's a big focus because we we just had Veterans Day and we're very grateful and express our gratitude and thankfulness for veterans and what they um, fight for and how we have what we have because of what they have done and are yes have done because they're veterans. (laughs) And then um, it's not Memorial Day. I know. And then December, I, you know, our theme, and I even do this in my school. I like guess giving. Memorial
0: Day wouldn't work either. It is veterans. Sorry. It's not active duty day. When's active duty day?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> we don't have an active duty day. Thank, thank you for what you continue to do. Right. Yeah. As far as themes go, November seems to be gratitude and December is giving. Yes. What was I saying before that team? I don't know.
0: I'm ready to share about my gratitude though and the things I do for gratitude.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. What, what are you grateful for that you want to share with the world? One of the things I'll
0: say that I suggested, this is not funny, not funny, I guess, but I suggested to a few people, I came up with this idea and it works really well, actually, if you do it regularly. But with journaling, especially if you're doing some gratitude, I like to do three things. I like to do surrender. So it's anything in the day that I'm trying to control that I can't control. That's out of my control. And I say, I surrender. And there is something magical about either writing it or saying it because then it's just like your cells releasing it. The other thing I like to do is forgiveness. So the second thing I do is I put any situation or people for the day that I am choosing to start the process of forgiveness. And that doesn't mean that I totally forgive that person because it's a process. But there is again something magical about making the choice to say I forgive this person for this situation or even myself. Most most of the time I'm forgiving myself for how I've reacted in a situation and I could do better. Or
1: that crazy driver.
0: Or well, I'm working on the drivers. Here they're crazy, y'all. They are. But I'm I'm working on it, especially because I have to be in my car so much these days. And then Which is
1: funny because you didn't want to be. No.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm working on it. I like the antithesis of what I wanted is what I'm doing right now. And I'm frustrated. This is why I have to forgive myself daily because I'm like, ah, I'm giving in, I'm giving in, but I don't like it. Um, Although I do have some of the cutest little clients ever. They're zero to three years old. So I do have some really cute babies I work with. The third thing I do is the gratitude. And usually my goal is to have more in my gratitude list than in the other two. But I'll say this, when I used to do my gratitude list or gratitude journal, I would come up with things that were rote, where I'd just be like, oh, I got to come up with something. All right, I'm grateful I have a home. I'm grateful I have food on my table. I'm grateful I have a roof over my head. Don't get me wrong. Those are like very important things to have, but I have shifted a little bit to even relationships or if I've been tested and I handle the situation better or... I hear a certain podcast when I'm in my car for bajillions of hours a day, like shifting it a little bit to something that's more meaningful, again, going back to that feeling. But what I will say for my gratitude, since we're talking about that, is that I recently went back and looked at, I keep I journal quite a bit. And I went back to my journal from December of last year. I was doing um, a gratitude challenge through the To Be Magnetic community that I'm part of. And I started looking through like what I was trying to manifest, what I really wanted, and the growth I've had between December of 2021 and November of 2022, I was like, oh my goodness. I can't even believe it, which I tell clients this all the time because they're like, I'm not sure my kid is making growth. And I'm like, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to show you and tell you. Because when you're with your child every day, you're not necessarily going to see the leaps and bounds they're making, but me coming in every once in a while, I'm going to be able to see it. And that's how I felt. And so I just feel like I've been able to make so much, so many connections, the personal growth, the relationships and the connections I've made and the collaboration I've been able to do in this past year. And so that has definitely helped me step into my person and really who I am which I'm grateful for because I felt like that person was kind of dimmed for a long
1: time. I love that. Oh, thanks. I just want to take a moment to celebrate that because sometimes, yeah, cheers to you because sometimes we're like, that's really nice. Now let's talk about me or we flip flop, you know? And so I just want to take a oh. moment to like process that and honor what you just shared.
0: Oh, well, thank you. You're and welcome. now back to you. What are you grateful for? Now we'll talk about me. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs>
1: Okay, this is going to sound total cheese ball, but you guys, I am for real. Okay, when I say what I'm going to say. Like Alexandra, I have a lot to be grateful for. Additionally, I use an app called Presently, P R E S E N T L Y, and that is my nightly practice. It's a gratitude app, and every night I get an alert about 8:30 p.m. And it's like, hey, time to put in your gratitude stuff. And like Alexandra, um, it's easy sometimes to think about the rote things that I have. I have found that more recently I'm doing, I don't, the the intangibles, like I might say I'm glad for connection or opportunity, grace or forgiveness or like these themes that come up. So it's not like I'm forever grateful for my cat. I'm forever grateful for my home and my job, um, and my family. And my friends, um, but there might be something that comes up through the day where I'm like, wow, I'm really grateful for finances because it allowed me the opportunity to do X or Y for a person or to buy Christmas gifts or whatever. So um, if you don't have a daily gratitude practice presently, I have found is a pretty decent app and it loves to shout out at me. Like if I've hit milestones of like, wow, you've done 25 days of gratitude and now you've done a hundred days of gratitude. Now you've hit 360. 65 days of gratitude. And as I've mentioned before in this podcast, journaling is very difficult for me. I am not in a great habit of doing that. It is something that I talk about with my students often, like this is a good practice to put your feelings down um, on a piece of paper. And I'm just terrible. Like I'll I'll get into it for a day and I'm like, oh, I have these great thoughts. And I probably have four notebooks of all sizes that are on my nightstand bookshelves near me, um, but I just don't use them on a regular basis. But this is the thing that I do. Okay, now back to the cheese ballness. I am extremely grateful for the opportunity and the platform we have through this podcast. And I am extremely grateful that my sister said yes to this endeavor almost two years ago. You guys, this is our 70th episode. What? We are well into our senior spotlight days. Silver sneakers, baby. We got this. And that is just such an exciting thing to celebrate for us. When we started it, we wanted a space to just share silliness and some serious stuff with, with our listeners and, and provide that space and a, in a break from the everyday mundane or whatever, and to maybe bring some levity to your day or your commute or whatever the case may be. And above all, this is what our shirt is going to say. You are not alone to let you know you're not alone. And so I am forever grateful that this exists and that Alexandra and I are continuing to find joy in this space as we do this and deliver our messages. Some days more joy than others. (laughs) What are you talking about? It's always, always. it's always
0: joyous, you know, Sorry. the days where I feel like I've put my finger in a socket and I was like, we have to record. And I'm like, you want me to what? What? Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll do this. Some we'll do days this. are
1: harder depending on what's happening at work or with buddy or life or whatever. Nah, it's always pretty cool to share with you guys. So, but we are happy to show up for you and to be able to do so. So the fact that I can do this with my sister, I think is also pretty cool. And I want to share a story with you guys. It happened actually Uh-oh. not too long ago, just after we recorded our last episode. So... Alexandra and I um like to do this, like, you're not alone bit, right? Like we've talked about you're not alone if you like blinkers and you're not alone if you want to eat pie, you're not alone if you have lost a loved one to suicide or whatever the case may be, right? You're not alone. We're here for you. And so I'm driving home and I was thinking about, okay, so what can I bring up for the next You Are Not Alone segment and um it's so funny because earlier in that day, I was eating some quinoa salad. It was like quinoa and some greens. Um, maybe I was eating some blueberries along with it. And I had a thing in my teeth. And I was talking with a colleague of mine, like a very close coworker of mine, and after she and I finished this conversation during the work day, I went into the bathroom to use the bathroom. And I always like do a tooth check when I smile. I smile at myself in the mirror as I'm washing my hands to see like if I have any food remnants. And sure as shit, y'all, I had some blueberries stuck on my tooth. And I was like, I might have to fire my friend because she did not alert me to the fact that I have this fruit stuck in my teeth. So I was thinking like, no poop, y'all. As I left Alexandra's house, I was like, I feel like we could do a, you are not alone. If you've ever had something in your teeth and you had to fire a friend because they didn't point it out to you. At that moment, no freaking joke. At that moment that I'm thinking about this segment, Alexandra calls. And usually I'm like, oh poop, what did I forget at your house? And you know what she says? I think you texted me. She texted me, you're fired. And I was like, what? I don't understand. Mm -hmm.
0: That's true. She was
1: fired. Because texting and driving is against the law in our state. I call her and I was like, what? I don't understand. What happened? She's like... I had this thing in my teeth the whole time we were recording and you didn't even let me know. And I was like, you've got to be shitting me because I was just thinking that this mm-hmm. is my next you are not alone segment thing. And we had a ha 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 yeah. ha chuckle. And I was like, please don't fire me. Like it was a
0: three dimensional snack there stuck in my <laughs> teeth. And for through all now, granted, like our faces are kind of covered up a little bit, but that sucker was. You could not miss it. But somehow I'm like, did you need your reading glass? Like, what happened? Do you need your reading glasses? What happened?
1: Listen, you have the microphone and the pee popper thing, whatever this thing is called (laughs) in front of you that takes up the whole face. So I could not see your teeth. I mean, that's okay. I mean, I kind of look like, uh,
0: oh, no, I'm thinking of Dumb and Dumber. Who is it? (laughs) Where he blacks out his tooth because it got knocked out. You know how (laughs) actors do that? Yes. So that's what I look like. I mean, it looked like I was missing a tooth and Anna completely missed that my tooth was missing. But you are not alone, you guys. You,
1: y'all, you are not alone. So just know that you have us. You have yeah. us for those days. You have us for the holidays.
0: It's funny because I I reached out and I said something um to her mother the other day and I was like, hey, mom, like just letting you know this is going on. And she was like, oh, why would you do that? And I thought, and I said to her, I said, wouldn't you rather I point it out to you now? I said, I'm not criticizing you. This is an opportunity for me to tell you that you got something. Um, And for all of the, those of you listening who know our mom, just, you know, be nice and don't mention this. But, but I was like, you know, just get that. So then now you're good. Now you're good to go. It's better to take care of it now than have some stranger do it.
1: Was it a whisker? I get those. I get those all the time. I'm not telling you what it is now. Right.
0: I'm trying. I'm trying to have some well, now decorum. Now the people I know
1: our mom are going to be like, "What? What's on her face?"
0: Nothing was on her face. It was just something she needed to take care of. Just like That's there so was funny. a three dimensional snack stuck in my teeth. Yeah, and I was like, "Ugh,"
1: and a blueberry in mine. And granted, while mine happened during the work day, when Alexandra called and fired me for not bringing that to her attention during our podcast. Uh, recording, I was like, Oh my God, this is awesome. And it also, once again, just, just reaffirms <laughs> how much I love doing this work. It's not even work. It's like a fun thing that we get to do with each other and all full circle back to and grateful that we have the opportunity to do so and that you guys are there to let us know that we're on the right path and doing the good work and. And um, encouraging us to keep it up. Yeah, thank you. And if you guys ever meet us or if you know us,
0: um, please let us know if we have something stuck in our teeth. We will put that out there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It doesn't like I used to get embarrassed about that stuff, but not anymore. Like if I have something in my teeth, I need to know. No, I still totally do get embarrassed. Oh, 100%. All the time. I might get a ping of like, oh, shoot. Like how long have I been walking around like that? Oh, I've had like
0: dinners with people where I go in and, you know, especially if you get like the fries with like the truffle oil or Mm. stuff on it and Parmesan. And then I'm like, oh my God, there's like five greens in my teeth or yeah. Anyway, it's we're past that point. I am grateful to be able to do this with you as well.
1: Oh, these! Yeah, we
0: did take some time off last year. Mm-hmm. We've been able to, we've gone longer this year than last year. So that's awesome. We're working on being able to reach more people and just say, one, you're not alone. And two, take a break from the adulting and listen to our shenanigans.
1: Yeah. Cause we'll talk about bodily fluids and all the not awesome things sometimes. Well, I work with middle schoolers. So it's, that's like a, it's a, up my alley. I don't oh. even know you guys. It's time for the SDW joke of the day. What do you got for us? We could be sophisticated, but Sophis- don't, don't set me up for that. As I say, I could be sophisticated too. As I'm about to tell a dad joke, <laughs> sophisticated, you mm-hmm. mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, now I'm about to say something like full grown. I'm still in the full grown section of this book. Oh, boy. Um, but being that we're like... Get your grown on. One of our radio stations started playing 24-7, 365 Christmas music Heck now. yeah, to go along with those Hallmark movies. So here's the joke for you today. What is Santa's favorite music? Oh, I don't know. Rap with a W. Ha <laughs> 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 y'all we love Um, you what are you not alone about today anna oh things getting stuck in my teeth and if that (laughs) happens to you and people don't call it out like no i'm here for you i got you i got your six and your 12 (laughs) 12. i got your teeth (laughs) i got your teeth cuz I'm a tooth person. We have talked about this. Teeth and shoes. I will notice your teeth. That is great. Mm-hmm. I love it. What about
0: you? Um I was going to say if you are a spontaneous spender and your love language is to spend on other people, you are not alone.
1: I'm here for you. <laughs> yes, that's right. Honest. I'm not I'm going to tell you, you're not alone. I'll be on your team. My um, long sleeved hooded tee today um, is evidence of that. That is a big deal, y'all. That is a big deal. We love you guys. Hey, leave us a review. Yes. Five star if you like us. Reach
0: out to us with any questions. If you don't Check like on us, us, don't
1: leave a review.
0: Share us. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Share us with anyone you can, and we will see you soon.
1: Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Russian Sisters. For more, go to soundoff.network. Produced and distributed by the SoundOff Media Company.